welcome to the Living in the Yum podcast. I'm your host, Emma Garrison with Balance and Bliss Coaching. We will uncover ways to break through those limiting beliefs and stand in the power of you. Each week, the Living in the Yum series brings innovative, thought-provoking, and actionable content to help you gain clarity, alignment, and connection with your soul and heart. It's time to take action. Take an authentic stand for yourself and unapologetically live more into the yum every single day. Are you ready? Here we go. Kevin, thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Of course. I'm so excited to have you here. So Kevin is a self-love and relationship coach, and I had the opportunity to experience him in LA at a live event. He's been traveling the US to spread his message and all of his yum. And um, Kevin, one of the things that I loved most about you was your willingness to be vulnerable and to be seen and to be raw. And um, the work that you're doing is changing lives. And I got to witness that and I had big breakthroughs at your event. So I'm just so excited to have you on and to get you in front of whoever may be listening. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, awesome. Okay, so tell us tell us a little bit about what it means to be a coach who focuses on love and relationships and like how you got here. Yeah, that's actually the, the you know, it's ironic. Out of anything anybody could ask, the, the number one question I get most asked often is like, how did you get started in that? Like, how did that happen? And um, I actually got started about seven years ago. My ex-fiance cheated on me and dumped me, and I held a load of pistol in my mouth and almost took my life. And then the two relationships after her cheated on me, and I was like, all right, this is fucked up. So that's when I, like, really dove deep to figure out, like, what the heck is happening, and it woke me up to really understanding how many people were so unhappy in their love life. Mm -hmm. And that didn't seem right to me. And uh, I, I believe it's different. And so I saw answers. I was able to change some patterns in my love life. I was able to step in and help a friend save his marriage. And that's when I was like, oh, damn, I'm good at this. And it took me a really long time to accept this as my calling. But yet, here we are. And this is what I do. You know, you're at my live event where we actually do the work in the room to make that shift. And um, it's been an amazing journey just, just helping people. Because I originally launched it as like this... Yeah, like live life from your heart because I was I was in the fitness industry, right? So it's like a little bit of a safer, <laughs> safer out. Um, yeah. And that I got bombarded with questions for dating and relationships, and so I was like, I guess I'm doing this now. And uh, <laughs> yeah, here we are. Isn't that funny how the universe always has a different plan than what you think? Always. I'm just like, okay, I guess I'll pay attention and let's go. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah I love that. Um, so tell us about, tell us about what it means. Like what type of work do you do when you're facilitating live events? Or I know you have an online program, which we'll get into a little bit later, but what, what does the work look like when you're diving mm. deep into love and diving deep into relationship and like, how, how does that come forward and how do you help people? It's important because 
the work that I help people do is, is not necessarily advice. You know, there's, there's not a lot of love and relationship coaches. You kind of, when you're, when you're one, you kind of get to know who's in the industry mm-hmm. <laughs> and a lot of what's out there is uh, either advice or healing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm more on the healing side. There is room for advice during, during, you know, some people just simply don't know. We haven't been taught how, but at the end of the day, who we are is an embodiment of love. So you know what you want, you know what you should do, you know, how to do it. Most of the time I help people understand why they're not doing their own advice, right? Like oh, I keep falling for the same crappy guys, or I'm staying in this relationship and I need to get out or whatever it is, or it's fully expressing more of yourself and doing that inner healing on why that's happening. So it comes from childhood trauma. It comes from trauma with your exes uh, because we were born into this world, a completely unconditionally loving being. And we learn conditions on, what it means to be ourself and what it, what it means to be in a relationship and what love is through experiences. And those experiences taught us a framework that we then operate on. And a lot of us are just walking around with a five-year-old brain framework on love relationships. And we're coming at it as a culture now of like walls up, protecting our hearts. Don't hurt me. What are you going to hurt me? What can you do for me versus that? And that's just protection. And that's coming from a place of scarcity and it's coming from your head. Versus a place of love, which is confidence in, oh my God, like you're amazing. I want to fill you up and I'm amazing too. So I deserve to be, you know, compensated on that. And I think that there's a lot of people think that like, ah, I have a big heart. So I'm going on a tangent right now. Sorry, but oh, I have a big heart. So like, that means that it's bad. I don't know. There's this weird thing out there right now that having a big heart is a bad thing or it's got me hurt will know your lack of self-love has gotten you hurt your lack of self-respect right. has gotten you hurt having a big heart in and of itself doesn't and i think that's a big gift because we need more big-hearted leaders in the world totally and i think you hit it right on the head too with the with the scarcity perspective of like when you sit in this space of i have a big heart i have a lot to give i want to connect with people we go right to protection mode mm-hmm. And on a very subconscious level. And I, I loved um, being at your event because I really didn't know what to expect. I had never heard from or listened to a coach who focuses on love and relationships. I'm not, I wasn't really in a space where I was like looking to get in a relationship. Yeah. So I was just going in sort of, I don't know, let's see what, let's this see what happens. That's awesome. And yeah. And, and the thing that I love a lot about your messaging is like, you've got to start with the inner work. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and a lot of, even, even marriages that I help, like I am involved with, um, we, I turn around on them. It's never about the other person. I've literally seen marriages transformed from people getting off the defense mm-hmm. and just saying, Oh wow. You know what? I chose to marry this person. Why don't I like love them and fill them up? What a concept. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I think the like protection scarcity theme in that example too, um, we know most of the time is subconscious or unconscious and come from, you had mentioned deeply rooted patterns and thought processes that come from when we're small. A lot of it's from when we're small, especially parent stuff, but some of it can be from, Texas, like recent. Mm-hmm. 
So can you give us some examples? So for somebody who maybe is not as familiar with thought patterns kind of manifesting forward into our lives that they could have a a good understanding of what that might be. Yeah. So between your mother and your father, this is rhetorical. So everybody listening can answer this between your mother and your father. Who did, whose love did you want the most? Like who did you want to love you? I know you loved them, but whose love did you want from the most? Now you have to ask yourself, who did you have to be for that person? Mm-hmm. Your mom or your dad in order I mean, for what you made up in your head back then. What, who did you have to be in order to get their love? Oh, it's like, I'm perfect. Or I had to have the right answers or, um, I had to, you know, stand out and achieve something, whatever it is. And then we're still running that pattern because we're still looking for validation and getting that. Um, most of us, right. Unless you've done some of the inner work and in, in liberating, liberating yourself. So when you can come at it and realize that's part of how you're showing up in the world. But when it comes to like your walls is usually from hurt and pain is just expectations. You, you have unmet expectations about something. You thought it was going to go one way. It didn't. So your ego got hurt and you got sad and you changed how you approached love and relationships. So, so you're going to be smarter next time because most of the time we like something happens, we get hurt and we point fingers and we're like, I'm, I'm going to choose. I'm going to choose different. I'm mm-hmm. going to, I'm going to be smarter. And it's like, <laughs> that's never really the answer. You always from eat and you want to look at all of your intimate relationships in the past. What is there to learn? Because we're always either repeating or evolving. And when you evolve is when you learn the lesson that life is trying to throw at you. Mm. So what is there to learn about myself? What empowering lesson might I add? Because you're like, Oh, I'm just stupid. Well, that's not going to help anything. Right? Like don't come at it from this hurt place. Come at it from your spirit and say, what do I need to learn so I can grow past this? And a lot of people are like, um, a lot of clients that I have are like, Oh my God, I love myself. And then there's their dating life is still the same. And I'm like, well, great. That's an invitation to dive deeper. Right. You know? And so it, it is a lot of, um, a lot of the inner work that I do. And it's scary to go deep. It is. And this is the stuff I love what I do because it's extremely confrontational and I'm just like one of the, I'm just real and raw and honest. And I like, yeah, tell it like it is. That's how, who I am. But the work that I do is extremely confrontational. It's what most people like sweep under the rug because mm-hmm. it's easier to point and blame and it's easier to go about your day and uh, do what you're confident at and do what you're good at and neglect your love life. Like so many people do because society today rewards um, achievement so much. Mm-hmm. And they don't reward fulfillment as they should. Yeah. Or that, or to your point, it's like easier to focus on work. I'm just going to put my head down and work right. because I don't want to deal with whatever is over there. And logically, because we feel when we're in somewhere we're confident, we feel powerful. When we're somewhere that we don't feel confident in, we feel scared, we're powerless, whatever. But that's the work. That's how you grow if you want to learn it and break the cycle if you just want to kind of like go around feel good and kind of avoid things and that's what most people are doing they're just jumping back to what they're they're confident at and they're then they're frustrated with why they're not changing yeah yeah so so bringing this back to living in the yum which i know we 
talked about really briefly, for me, living in the yum is sort of having this unshaken centeredness, like mm-hmm. leaving, leaving a retreat like yours or leaving a meditation or a sound bath or going into the wilderness and going on a hike and centering. I mean, it's different things for different people. Yeah. Um, but where you just feel really connected, like this is where I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to be doing. And it feels good. How, what would you say to somebody who's, who said to you, well, why does self-love and relationship matter to help me to live in the young? What will that even do for me? Cause this is not about somebody else. How would you help guide somebody to. No, the quality of your life is a quality of your relationships. Mm-hmm. So if you want to keep lying to yourself, then you can keep lying to yourself <laughs> and keep pursuing a mission and then, you know, end up alone. Like I, we're supposed to do life together. And I'm very strongly believe that I would say 99% of humanity's number one need is connection. Um, there's few people that they're put on this planet literally to like produce a company or do like that world changing stuff. But for a lot of us, it's just like, Hey, I'm, I want to love and then be with somebody and share that and experience. That's the point of your, your heart just wants to experience and express your brain wants to keep safe. So that's what it is. It means to be in your heart. Right. And in living that life of young, it's like, that's the juice of life is when the adrenaline rush, when you're with somebody, the biggest opportunity for spiritual growth is not a sound bath healing. It's not a meditation. It's in a relationship. Mm-hmm. If you see the opportunity and you see the mirror in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, that perspective. And you had talked about this a little bit earlier too, of like, what am I learning from this? Um, and what am I learning from this relationship or what am I learning from this fight or argument that I'm in with the person that I love? And one of the things that you had talked about, um, at your live event was when you're in disagreement with your partner, like you guys get on the same team and put the argument out, um, and kind of battle it together as a team instead of going head on. Yeah. Uh, I might be misinterpreting that a little bit, but can yeah, you that's about... it. okay. <laughs> yeah, no. So um, a, lot, a lot of people, there's an argument and then they're almost arguing and fighting each other mm-hmm. and great conflict resolution is through proper wording and, and intention being on the same team and attacking the argument together and that's an interesting dynamic because it takes really two really conscious people to do um, where both people like you ha- and you have to be willing to be wrong. Mm-hmm. So, you, you know, <laughs> that's <laughs> two people who are in that space hard to find, but it's, it, that's what's needed for conflict resolution. Yeah. And that's coming at things with love instead of, instead of ego or hurt. Mm hmm. Yeah. And we function so often on that, or at least my, my default is to function on the ego and hurt and like needing to redirect each time. And I think that's pretty common in the world, (laughs) Yeah, but, but, um, okay. So for somebody, you mentioned having two really conscious people, maybe having that opportunity to really connect, um, will, foster a relationship where you can hold mirrors for each other and really kind of dive into the work. I mean, that's like a continuation of learning, right? So what would you say to somebody who's like, Oh my gosh, I really want partnership. I'm conscious. I am like in the self love realm and I'm here and ready for it. And it's just not coming. 
Mm-hmm. Where, does, so, where does that start? Yeah. So are you proactively expressing yourself? Mm-hmm. Are you going up to the people you see that are attractive and like, oh my God, you're beautiful. My name's Kevin, or whatever it is, right? Like, I think, especially with spirituality, there's like, oh, I'm so ultra spiritual in my bubble when I meditate by myself. And then there's this, okay, cool. Now you're in all the world. How are you interacting with people? That matters just as much. Are you fully expressing yourself? And you notice somebody and, oh, well, it's not, uh, and there's, that's the whole supposed to, well, women aren't supposed to approach men or I'm not, this isn't the right time or what I, I'm supposed to do it different. Like express it. What's true is what's right. Mm, so that. if that's true for you, you're going to express, you got to express it. And especially as an, a more evolved, conscious, self-loving person, you know, you're not going to have bad intentions. So that's just showing you a fear of something right. you still got to work on of validation seeking or opinions of others. Yeah. That's a perfect example of the, of the mirror and the learning and take it in yeah. and just see, see what comes up. I love that. Um, okay. So on the flip side of that, for those listening who uh, maybe have not stepped into the space of looking inward and seeing, okay, how, how do I start flipping the script and taking a look at me? What would you recommend that they start with or where, where do you kind of take the first plunge? Um, awareness is everything. So have hyper awareness of yourself. Mm-hmm. And l- another definition of love is non-judgment. Mm-hmm. So be aware of your patterns, but don't judge them. Don't beat yourself up for beating yourself up, for example, right? Like you, you, you recognize something to go, ah, oh, dang it, you know better. Like just, oh. Interesting. That's the point of meditation too, is, is just awareness. You don't want to clear your thoughts. It's, it's about becoming aware of what you're thinking, what emotions are there, what's present. And through all of that, all of your triggers, all of your fears, all of your, even times of confidence and like empowerment are all opportunities to have more awareness. Oh, why do I feel so empowered and confident in this? Oh, what, you know, why am I so comfortable with this person? Oh, why am I so triggered when this thing happened? Mm-hmm. Why was I so scared to do this thing? And that's more awareness. And that'll question it like a little two-year-old. And that'll lead you down the path. But you don't want to judge. That's a really that's really important too. Because there's a lot of voices in our head. Everybody has voices in their head. And <laughs> most of them aren't even yours. Some of them might be your mother's or your father's. And it's just ringing like a freaking, it's like a cycle. And, you know, I, I've even had that. Oh, you know, we can't afford that. We can't afford that. We can't afford that. Your mom said that to you 200 times. Well, you're saying that to yourself now. And it's like, is that even your thought? Because maybe you can afford it. Mm-hmm. It's just the pattern. So questioning even their thoughts and where did that come from? It's just yeah. getting extremely curious about yourself is going to lead to a lot more awareness on how to move through that. And the biggest thing with work and and filling yourself up is just doing that filling yourself up so looking at the good qualities in you instead of the bad ones and like Mm -hmm. it's it's, if we had eyeballs like 
eyeballs on our aura and our spirit. Everybody's is outside and external right now. Like most of society, they're okay. I want this car. I want this bank account. I want this person. I want, I want out, 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 out. They did this. They did that. Pointing fingers. If you just switched it and started looking internal, everything gets better. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think too, with that curiosity, I was just writing this down for a blog post, like with the curiosity and awareness, you start to realize, Oh my gosh, I have the power here. Like, I mean, to some extent, but like I have the uh, ability to witness without judgment and then to decide how I want to react. Like it's, it's all up to us. Right. And I love that. Yeah. The curiosity without judgment and the two year old questions. I love that. I spend so much time journaling where I'm like, and what does that mean? And what does that mean? (laughs) Asking yourself again. It's the best. Love it. it. Love it. Okay. So uh, how can people get in touch with you and work with you? You have a variety of ways and and ways to connect and people can see you and be with you and, and tell us about those. Yes. So search the heart guy on Instagram or Kev Crenshaw, either one I'll pop up and all of my stuff is on Instagram at the moment. I do have live events right now as of us filming this right now, New York is coming up uh, September 7th. I got a few more cities I'm announcing for the end of the year. So be on the lookout for that, but I do a full day transformational workshop to change your love life and to change your self-love and self-worth. So go check that out. Also, True Love Accelerator is a three-month-long intensive online course where me, you, and like 40 other people get together and we actually go through this all this work that I've been talking about. And um, I also hold you to a high standard. The group holds you to a high standard. It's, a, it's an amazing group, but it's all about self-love, doing that deep inner healing and activating your intuition so you can move forward and, and, have, and start trusting yourself, putting yourself first, maybe for the first okay. time in your life. So that's really what I got in the works right now. I do have a podcast and other stuff, but that's all on my Instagram. So love it. And I will say for anybody who's thinking, why would I go to a self love relationship event? If that's not something I'm interested in, I felt that same way. And I went and I got a whole lot of value. So <laughs> everyone should go and experience and just come with that curiosity mindset and, and see what comes forth. Cause it's a life of learning always. True. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. thank you so much. Thank yeah, thank you so much. I so appreciate you doing this and being here. I was so excited to to have you on, and uh, and I appreciate it. Yes, thank you so much. <laughs>